Right, everyone. This might be a whorehouse, but it's a new town whorehouse. Don't disturb the neighbours. There are lawyers, doctors, professors. The establishment's establishment. Inspector Rebus, do you have something to add? Just no telling who we might find in there. Ah, the more reason to act professionally. Okay, in we go. Rebus, Strip Jack, by Ian Rankin. Dramatised by Chris Dolan. Part one. Some clothes on, miss. Yes, sir. I know it isn't illegal to visit a brothel. A tip off from an unknown snitch. What do you call a cat who's smack bang in the most expensive area of Edinburgh? A bordello? Sounds Italian. We go with a Chianti and polenta. Ask me. Brothels fulfil a need. Cops like us should be getting on with real work in meaner streets. The robberies, domestic violence, gangsters. Sir, you better come and have a look at this. Still, it made a change. It was like a fancy dress party gone wrong. Nurses and matrons, wimples and high heels, Marilyn Monroe's and Nazi stormtroopers. Most of the costumes revealed a lot more than they hid. What is it, Brian? You did biology at school, didn't you? In there. Evening, sir. Oh, this is a mistake. Uh, officer, I'm doing a bit of canvassing our way, Mr Jack. You don't understand. Hmm, that's what they all say. This isn't even your constituency. Downstairs, sir, and you, miss, if you don't mind. Oh, God. Papers here already. Who tipped them off? Bloody hell, it's Gregor Jack. Let's round them up and shiver them out, lads. Gregor Jack. Name rings a bell. So it should, Brian. He's your honourable member, South Esk. Thought he was supposed to be one of the good guys. Any comment, Gregor? Your career finished. Honest Jack. Independent MP gets in on a landslide every time. Had to be some chink in his armour. Rebus, didn't expect you to come in this morning. Late night for us all. Busting Newtown brothels of an evening seems to energise me, sir. Hope you sent other bad boys home with their tails between their legs. Usual scare tactics. Best get an AIDS test done, sir, and your wife. Meanwhile, the girls get themselves a record. <laughs> Morning. Brian, it's what Patience calls the phallocentric society. The what? Why? You and Patience have fun of an evening? Me and the missus just watch one foot in the grave. I had my way and locked them all up. Hours and customers alike. Including Gregor Jack. Same treatment as the rest of them. Not a mention in the papers this morning. Too late for them. Or perhaps the brave new world of the 90s is no longer shocked by our MPs frequenting prostitutes. Except for us, apparently. Prostitution, Inspector Rebus, is a crime. When I'm informed of the existence of an illegal institution, I have to take action. Right, done and dusted, another successful operation. Now, John. Uh-oh. We favour a matter of a few stolen books. Petty theft. I'm a detective inspector, not a volunteer cadet. Like I say, a wee favour. Oh. 
In a har, Edinburgh seems to shift back through time. You half expect to see press gangs, coaches clattering over cobbles, bedpots emptied out of windows. Stolen books? Not exactly glamorous work. Still, given a choice between shaking down heroin-addicted prostitutes, the gentle crimes of academia's light relief. Inspector Rebus. Professor Costello. Thanks for coming. Department of Divinity. Never thought you'd have a problem with shoplifters. What's the street value of a concordance these days? You'd be surprised. But the study of theology demands more than just Bibles and commentaries, Inspector. What books have gone AWOL? An early edition of Knox's treatise on predestination. A couple of Walter Scott first editions. Swedenborg's wisdom of angels, each one alone worth a fortune. A signed edition of Tristram Shandy and an early Voltaire. My office is over here. Door not locked. Please, take a seat, Inspector. The books were stolen from here. I thought I was amongst friends. Shouldn't precious books be in the library? Books are to be read, not filed away in a vault. So someone just came in here, took an armful of books and waltzed off? Apparently. Are you a reader, Inspector? Truth be told, I'm a buyer. Compulsive. Never seem to get around to actually reading many of them. And not all these books look valuable. Your burglar knew what he was looking for. Uh, that appears to be the case. I'll make inquiries. But lock your door from now on, sir. They say lightning never strikes twice. There's a whole area of second-hand bookshops just off Lothian Road. From the outside, you'd think they were full of junk, but I've seen a few prices in there that had frightened the French. I admit my mind wasn't on the job. Couldn't get Gregor Jack out of my head. Hadn't there been a big society wedding a few years back? That had been a surprise. Jack, as far as I knew, was a commoner garden fifer like me. Clawed his way up from humble beginnings. Morning. Inspector Rebus. Trying to track down some stolen books. Thought you might be able to... I'm afraid I'm just about to leave. Vanessa, help the inspector out, will you? Are you the owner? Perhaps if you could give me a minute. Sorry, but I, I really am dreadfully late. Vanessa here knows more about the day today than I do. Charming. Well, that's him on a good day. Stolen books. Anybody be done trying to sell you any? How would I know? Do you have a list? Hang on to it. Ronald couldn't afford any of these, much as he'd like them. Ronald being Mr. Tokalot there. That's him. Where were they stolen from? The uni. Edinburgh Uni. Round the corner. They'd hardly bring them here then, would they? Have to start somewhere. I'll keep an eye out. Oh, do you know anything about that raid last night? Raid? A brothel, apparently. <laughs> In the new town? Rumour is they caught Honest Jack in there. Dirty beggar. You're a bit young to be scandalised, aren't you? That's his nickname, Beggar. That's what Ronald calls him, Gregor Beggar. Your boss knows Mr Jack? At school together. They co-own this shop. 
Wouldn't have thought they'd make much money out of this. The shop's not where the real action is. It's buying and selling behind the scenes. You give that list to Ronald, then. If you ever stand still long enough... It's one thing Gregor Jack being caught with his pants down. Quite another John Rebus wanting to meet in a cafe. Everybody seems to be doing it these days. And let's get this right. Jack didn't actually have his trousers down. I don't think that would stand up in court, to coin a phrase. <laughs> thought you might have lunched with a new woman in your life. I think patients might have thought that too. But you know me, workaholic. What have you got for me? Nothing in today's papers. Lucky for you, they aren't normally so quiet about Gregor Jack. Comprehensive school, Fife. Why are you interested anyway? You had the chief. Done and dusted. I like to keep up with fellow Fifers. Edinburgh Uni, economics and accounting. Met Elizabeth Ferry at university. Married her not long after. Sir Hugh Ferry's daughter? I knew he'd married well. Filthy rich. And take a look. Stunner, eh? Rich, gorgeous. Funny, you don't hear much about her. Think as an MP, he'd have her hanging off his arm at every photo opportunity. Apart from that, reams of paper, all full of his praises. No scandals. Till now. And suddenly the papers have gone all coy. Maybe they're saving up for the Sundays tomorrow. Did you notice last night? The hacks didn't take a single photograph until we let Jack out. They knew he'd be there. I usually give the Beatles an airing on a Sunday morning. Got to let second best get a chance sometimes. Woke up, got out of bed, and realised I should have been staying over at Patience's place. Uh-oh. The Sundays had printed the Gregor Jack story. Jack the lad, MP nicked in sex den. Seemed like a nice day for a drive, and what do you know? I found myself heading out towards South Esk and the Jack's house. Mr Jack thought you all might want a cup of tea. Oh, Biscuits cheers. in the tin. Mr Jack not coming out. Can we expect a statement? Sorry, no comment to the press. Mr. Inspector Rebus, you're Mr Jack's secretary. Could have a word with him. I'm his assistant. Follow me. What the hell was I doing? There wasn't even a case against Gregor Jack. Oh, it's a character flaw. The wife used to say so. Sticking my nose in. Not accepting anyone's word for anything. Come through, Inspector. Old house, modern decor. Not the work of a fife boy. More likely his well-groomed missus. Gregor Jack was sitting scratching absent-mindedly at the fingers of his left hand. We have a visitor, Gregor. Detective Inspector Rebus. Thanks, Helena. Inspector, what can we do you for? Well, actually, I just happened to be passing. 
So the pack at your gates. Ravenous, aren't they? We're going to prepare a statement after lunch. Uh, uh, Helen, uh, I could murder a cup of tea. Inspector? Not for me. Uh, sit. Inspector, sit. Mrs Jack, not the answer. On holiday. We've a cottage in the Highlands. Not much of a place, but we like it. But she does know. Well, she's a big newspaper reader and there's a shop in the village, so... Uh, but there's no phone at the lodge. That's what we like about it. Cut off from the world. Could do with one of those. The reason I called in, Mr Jack, your car's sitting in the drive, there are photographers out there. If your registration number gets in the papers... <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Uh, but thank you, I'll, I'll have it put in the garage. He seems to be taking it all well. He hasn't done anything illegal, Inspector. I wouldn't have thought it'd help his election campaign, though. I'll let you see your own way through the press, boys. Oh, Helen, wasn't it? Yes. Mr Jack uh, asked me to check up on his wife. No phone up in the lodge. Where did he say it was again? Dear Lodge, uh, between Nukandu and Tom Navulin. Hope she likes whiskey. Anything you can tell us, Inspector? Hey, no, boys. Oh, come on. Not sure Gregor Jack was taking it quite as well as he wanted it to look. Never stopped scratching at that finger. Wedding ring finger, I couldn't help noticing. Had Jack been set up? Who by? And why? What's happening down there? I can't see. Shine that thing over there. Woman, sir. Dead. I thought we were going for a quiet meal. We are, just there's someone I need a quick chat with. Enjoy the music. Jigs and reels. You never looked through my record collection, John. Grab that seat. And where were you last night? Your suit looks like you've slept in it. I went home to collect a few things. I fell asleep in the chair. Didn't wake up till dawn. I tried phoning you. I was in the surgery early. God... It's all jerseys and brown ales. Well, I reckon doctors ought to see the wild side of life every now and then. Wild? <laughs> we see that every day in the practice. There he is. Five minutes. Honest. Chris! Oh. I could read every thought in that look. Is John Rebus worth this? Patients didn't love me. Love was for teenagers. And the depressives she treated in her surgery... Sorry, sir. They've tried the office. He's home. He's local. Rebus, where are you? Okay, lads. Start doing the rounds. Pubs, houses, pedestrians. Someone must have seen or heard something. You're as nippy with a bow as you are with a pen. Almost had me dancing there. John Rebus. How's Scotland's young journalist of the year doing? I've never had you down for a folkie. Every incredible string band album ever recorded. Even listen to them sometimes. Between the Stones and Frank Zappa. Let me guess. You're looking for information. Let's sit over there. Back in a minute, lads. I'll keep you long. Got a hot date myself. Tasty. What? She blind? Ah, very good. <laughs> What's the dirt on Gregor Jack? <laughs> On his jack? Dirt? Well, hits the bottle a bit. He looks innocent, but 
never did anything in his life that wasn't premeditated, including capturing Mrs. Jack. How so? He checked her out when they were at uni. Only made his move after he confirmed she was filthy rich. Is there a story in this? If there is, Chris, it's yours. I'll take your word on that. They're an odd match, Gregor and Liz, like fire and ice. She's the proverbial wild child. Parties, booze, drugs, orgies, the lot. The Jack's friends are a pretty fast crowd. Any names? Old school friends of Jack's, mostly. One of them run a bookshop by any chance. Ronald Steele, Suey Books. Funny name for a shop. Then there's Rab Canoe. The actor. The same. Then Andrew McMillan. McMillan? Does it ring a bell? It should. Very successful something or other. Then one day, went off his head. Toddled home and sawed his wife's head off. And they never found a head. <laughs> what happened to him? Some high security asylum? That new place. Duffel, in the Highlands. Duffel? That's near Deer Lodge. What? Oh, nothing. That story comes to anything. See if you can find out who tipped off the papers about the brothel raid. That's where your story will start. Springtime in Edinburgh. A freezing wind and horizontal rain. Patience never quite forgave me for leaving her at a table with five old beardies and a half pint of IPA. Actually, that wasn't the problem. We both knew it. Patience wanted me to move out of my flat and into her new town place. Show some commitment. Quite fancied the idea, actually. A basement flat. While other men of my age were moving out of the city and into bungalows, there was something attractive about going downstairs to a city love nest with a glamorous lady doctor. Town Police Station, WPC Moffat. Sir, last night there was... Shh! Morning to you. D.I. Rebus, Lothian and Borders. I wonder if you could help me. See, I'm looking for a place up your way, a lodge, Deer Lodge. I think that's D-E-E-R. You couldn't send a man out to check the place over for me. Looking for anything in particular? John, I don't know yet, Constable. Hang on. I'll head out that way this morning. Thanks. What? Brian, tried to get you all last night. Where were you? I stayed over at Patience's. Then you'd better give us that number. We dragged a body out of the water of Leith last night. Watson is gunning for you. Well, sadly, nothing new in either of those. Male? Female? Suicide? Where the hell have you been? Off duty, sir? What the hell were you doing at Gregor Jack's place yesterday? He's been telling tales. He's a bloody MP. Guilty of no crime. Well, I happen to be passing. Passing? I just can't get rid of the thought. The very night we raid a brothel in Edinburgh, Gregor Jack happens to be there. Unlucky or what? Yes. Well... Sir Hugh Ferry's wondering the same thing. The father-in-law? Instructions from above. Sir Hugh's in the policing commission. Any way we can assist Gregor Jack and his wife, there'd be brownie points. For once your nasty habit of nosing into matters that don't concern you might have paid off. But from now on, tell me when you're just passing. Sir, William Glass is downstairs. In a minute, Sergeant Holmes. I wouldn't be passing anywhere now that we have a murder on our hands. I take it, Sergeant Holmes, we are talking about suspicious circumstances. Looks like she was pushed in the river after she'd taken a bit of a beating. We have a suspect. Never you mind about the Dean Bridge woman, Rebus. Holmes here will look after that for the moment. You stay close to Honest Jack. But, like you said, there's no crime there, sir. There's power. And crime or not, didn't it stop you snooping around yesterday? Something's not right. Who tipped you off about the cat house? 
Can't tell you that. Well, that's so. And how come the papers knew? I want you to keep a cap on the Jack business. Not stir up a hornet's nest. Find Mrs Jack. Get her and her husband holding hands and her father will be beholden to us all. Holmes, get a confession out of this glass joker. Sir. Oh, and Rebus. Front desk of a list of private book collectors. Can't you give that to someone else? It might be interesting. The rich and the famous. That TV actor, Rab Canoe, he's on there. Canoe? Actors can read too. Some of them. The Dean Bridge murder's all but wrapped up. They don't need you. You've a Dean Bridge suspect? Already? We landed the body before eight last night. When I couldn't get you, I ordered a door-to-door. And you just happened to pick up the killer? What, you come running up to you and confess? Almost. Whoa. First, we know who the victim is? Not yet. No ID, no purse. Young, late twenties. But a barmaid told officers this guy had been in her pub earlier, saying he'd thrown someone in the river. Why? He was out his face, so they didn't take him seriously. But when the woolly suits reported the drowning... She deserved worse, this guy told the whole bar. They all do. William Glass. We picked him up a few hours later. Still in the vicinity. Matched the description. Convenient. Let's go see him, then, eh? We wrap this up quick. Everybody's happy. Except maybe the woman that got chucked off the bridge. That's him. Mm-hmm. You are very forthcoming in the pub, sir. Why won't you tell us what you told them? He looks like a vagrant. Got yourself a few grazes there, sir. Knuckles look like they've seen a bit of action. I fell. <laughs> He's our man. Come mm. on, at least tell us your address. 148 Semple Street. Listen, I was drunk, OK? I didn't know what I was saying. Don't know what made me say it. That's it. Sorry in that. Can I go now? Come in, Sergeant Holmes. Sir. Well done on bringing in William Glass. Man's a mess, almost certainly through that woman in the river. But you do know we have to let him go. What? But, sir, we can't. Until we have something more concrete. Right now, all we have is a withdrawn confession. All we have? Until we get some DNA, a witness, a motive, I'll have social services and the Bleeding Hearts Brigade all over me. Trust me, Holmes, best to let him walk now rather than ruining our case further down the line. If they squeal malpractice, police coercion, Glass will walk. I don't believe this. Lothian was changing in 1992. New roads, new railway stations even. New kinds of people doing new kinds of jobs. Edinburgh was growing, swallowing villages. People weren't moving into Edinburgh. Edinburgh was moving into them. Rab Canool, professional hitman. Well, on the box. Made it big in London and LA, but kept a place in Scotland. And some place it was too. Inspector Rebus, come in. Thank you. Please take a seat. Mr. Canoe, not in. He'll be back any minute. <laughs> Good. I was hoping for an autograph. He's a Fife boy like myself. No, everyone thinks that because of his friendship with Gregor Jack. Both in the media, I suppose. Rab campaigns for him. We both do. Poor Gregor. Unfortunate business. They're old school chums. No, again, actually, it was me and Beggar who went to uni together. Beggar? That's a nickname, isn't it? 
we all had them back then. I was Gauk, my maiden name's Gau, Gregor, Beggar. Did you know Liz Jack too? Oh, yes. You wouldn't believe what Liz Ferry as was and I got up to together. Oh, that's Rab now. I'll go and fetch him. The woman was definitely on drugs. Tranquilizers of some kind. I've seen it before, the slightly slurred speech, drooping eyelids. Inspector. What's up? Pleased to meet you, Mr. Canoe. Oh, plain old Rab will do. You've a fine collection of books, Rab. Which is what I'm here about. Oh, no, they're mine. You've read them all. Cathy's <laughs> a collector, Inspector. It could have been stamps. She doesn't read them, she collects them. I've read some of them. I'll get it. Several valuable books were stolen from the university and we're hoping that collectors like yourself might have been contacted by the thieves. By thieves? Well, they wouldn't introduce themselves as such, of course. Have a list here. It's for you, Inspector. In the hole. Oh, thanks, sir. Sorry. Hello? 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 Hi, hello. Oh, it's a terrible line. Inspector Rebus, Sergeant Holmes said I could get you in this number. Did he now? What do you have for me, WPC Muffet? I've just been over to Deer Lodge. Hello, Muffet? You calling for the moon? It's quite a sight, I can tell you. I'm sorry, Constable, you'll have to repeat all that again. Line went supernova. I said... There's no one at home in the lodge But looking through the windows There's obviously been a bit of a rave up Bottles, ashtrays Place is in a right mess Do the neighbours know anything? <laughs> what neighbours? Nearest one's over a mile away Other side of a mountain oh. Alright Thanks, yes Sorry, they, they gave them your number so now my details are with the police. Inspector, I've had a look. Uh, no one's tried to sell me any of these books. Inspector! Just passing again? We have some news for you, Mr Jack. This is DS Brian Holmes. Pleased to meet you, sir. And you, Sergeant. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> you must think me an idiot. Uh, didn't realise until you left yesterday that the phone was unplugged. Every journalist in the land was trying his hand. We plugged it in this morning, though, and uh, Liz phoned not long after. Excellent. And how is she? Poor love. She'd been trying to speak to me the whole weekend. She's at the cottage, then? Yes, of course. Like I said. Only that was the news we came to bring you. Our colleagues in the Highlands took a look round Deer Lodge. Oh? Mrs Jack doesn't seem to be there. Mr. Jack, would you like a word in private? DS Holmes can wait for me out here. I'll get Helen to put on the kettle. You know your way in. Brian, sniff around out here. See if anything smells rotten. Like what? Decomposing bodies. Keep your eyes open and your ears keen. And my nose wet. Any sign of that tea? Actually, I could go a half. 
Can I offer you a whiskey, Inspector? You can. I've just clocked off. <laughs> I, uh... I want to get things straight about my wife, Inspector. Just so as we both know the score. I am worried about Liz. Sorry about it, there. I'm, I'm so used to, well, I suppose, covering for my wife. Cheers. Covering, Mr. Jack. Helen calls Liz my liability. Personally, I, I think that's going a bit far, but, but she is a bit of a party girl. That's her charm. Would she have seen the newspapers? Has anyone in the country not? And she hasn't got in touch? Wasn't that a bit strange? I don't know. Liz is quite capable of laughing the whole thing off. Then again, it might have embarrassed her. Either way, I... I would have expected her to call. Do you think, sir, it's police business? Ah, there's the rub. If I report her missing and she turns up, I doubt my stock is very high with her as it is. We could make a few discreet inquiries. Hotels. Expensive hotels. A list of friends might help. I've got one right here. A good luck card. Maybe good luck is not quite the right card. Don't think Willie's do a sorry you got caught with a prostitute line. Suey. I'm guessing that's Mr Ronald Steele. School nicknames that stuck. Uh, Gauk, Cathy uh, Gow, now Mrs Rab Canoe. All the signatures are written with the same pen. Yeah, I did notice that. Half these people live out of town. Impossible to round them all up, so Gauk, uh, Cathy... She used to be a dab hand at forging. Who's that at the end? Mac. Andy McMillan. And what does Mr McMillan do these days? Why do I get the impression, Inspector Rebus, that you know fine well? He's in prison. A tragic story. If we hear anything about Mrs Jack, I'll be back in touch. I'm sure she's fine. Sir, there's uh, something you should see round the back in the dustbin. Ah, I, uh, I didn't think you'd... Um... Sir? What is it, Brian? Well, it's a bit uh, embarrassing. I can explain. I, uh, I panicked. Just wanted to get rid of it all. In here. The bin concealed an odd little treasure chest. Two video cassettes, their casings broken, tape flowing everywhere. A packet of Polaroids. Two small gold-coloured vibrators. Two pairs of flimsy handcuffs, body stockings, knickers with zips, two whips. <laughs> if the press had found that lot. Just what with the story about the brothel. I mean, I know it must look strange. That's why I wanted rid of it all. You don't have to explain anything, sir. It's not my stuff. Liz's. Her friends. The parties they have. I didn't want you to get the wrong impression. Mrs Jack's parties. But, sir, here's a photograph of you with two ladies. The first and last party I ever went to. Look, Inspector, my wife's life is her own. What she chooses to get up to, well, it's out of my hands. I might not like it, but it's her choice. 
<laughs> Lucky man. Strip Jack naked. That was someone's trying to do. Strip Gregor Jack of his career. His clean-cut image. His marriage, if you can call it that. I think I should suggest those games to Nell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe me and Nell should get together with you and Patience. i leave you out if I might be interested. Uh, is Honest Jack not as innocent as he'd like to look? He visited a brothel. He tried to hide evidence. Evidence? Evidence of what? Far as we know, no crime's been committed. What gets me? Where's Mrs. Jack? How's your murder case going? Dean Bridge. <sighs> One little setback. I'm going to the morgue now. See what Dr. Kurt's come up with. Wanna come? Yeah. Let's hear some of Kurt's gallows humour. What do you think? Sign up outside? You kill him? We chill him? Brilliant. <laughs> Murdered or drowned, Kurt? Oh, almost definitely murder. How do you know? How much do you want to know, D.S. Holmes, about froth, diatoms, blowflies? Um, unclenched hands. Well spotted, Rebus. That in itself. She's in her late thirties, imbibed a good deal of alcohol prior to death. Probably a blow to the back of the head. Right-handed attacker. But who is she? <laughs> That's your department. We've put out descriptions. No one's identified her. No missing person link. Poor girl. Looks like she had a hard life. Mm. I take it you gentlemen are staying for a chat while I open her up. Aye, Kurt. Oh, shame. It's the best bet. Right. Lovely, isn't it? When a man really enjoys his job. If he'd failed his finals, he'd be a serial killer by now. That guy that confessed. William Glass. Semple Street. That's the address he gave. I know that area. Granton. Bedsit land. Well, we couldn't keep him. And they took him home in the patrol car. He lives there, all right. I thought you had this thing all tied up. You let him go. Temporarily. Watson wants to play it by the book, while Sir Hugh Ferry's hanging around your case. We love glass. No worries. Those flats are short-let. Tenants get their social security check, hand over half the cash to a dodgy landlord. Glass could disappear any time he liked. Any calls for me? No, sir. No one called in about dodgy books? Sorry. No Tuchters from Dufftown? No. Half of policing's a waiting game. And while you're waiting, the list of the Jack's circle the Canoes, Ronald Steele, Tom Pond, have to check into him, Andrew McMillan. Fancy them knowing him. Barney Byers. You were right. Damn. William Glass. Uniforms went back to pay him a visit, and he's gone. Still registered with the landlord in Semple Street, but the place is empty. They've been searching everywhere. Granton, New Haven, Leith. See what happens when I'm taking off a case? Wasn't my fault. Watson insisted. Let that be a lesson, kiddo. Never let the chief make you do something you know will end in tears. Glass might not be your man anyway. He is, and I let him slip. You ever heard of Barney Byers? What? The haulier. The original dirty trucker. The pal of Gregor Jacks. Another Fife boy, not known for his delicacy. I told Watson we should keep him here. Wonder if he'd appreciate a call from another old Fifer. Wait. 
some tube trying to knock me down five percent a four grand bloody contract. Told my Anna Laurie for no bleeding rickshaw. Willie, paint a diamond in there. Give the filthier one too. Don't argue. Make it quick. I'm parched. Do we hear the chat like men for Fife? Are you going to play Columbo on me? With a coat like that, you're halfway there, Inspector, if you don't mind me saying so. Wally, chuck us over a roast beef sandwich. Not one. No, thanks. Hello. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> like to see a Pfeiffer who's learned Edinburgh manners. Never got the hang of it myself. So, what's the story? It's about old Gregor sneaking off doing a brothel. Mr Byers? That sandwich been there since yesterday. Never mind, leave it. Hmm. Gregor... In a brothel. Found that nearly as hard to swallow as a sandwich. It's his wife, Mrs. Jack. I actually wanted to ask you about. Liz? Isn't she a friend of yours, Barney? Oh, right. Saw her recently. Month back. A party up our lodge she has in the Highlands. I see you've heard about Lizzie's parties. Was they one of them? All very civilised. Dinner, a few drinks, brisk walk on Sunday. No matter the gin. You prefer another kind of parties? Only young ones, Inspector. Mrs Jack has disappeared. Can you think why, Barney? Get away from the publicity of that hobby. Or maybe she's wished some lucky sword off the Tenerife for a spotty pass. Well, now, where are those phone calls? Phone calls? Hmm. Anonymous. Liz told me about them. To Gregor. Call her with phone. Say he was sir someday or other, a lord, whatchamacallit. Gregor would be fetched. As soon as he got there, call her hung up. Mrs Jack worried by these calls? Kinda, yeah. Gregor just laughed him off. With her letters too. Can he mind? Early morning call. Better be good. A woman again. Drowned? Kurt's looking at her now. And guess who found the body? Kathy Canoe. How do you know that? Guessed. We're at the back of our house. Any signs of car tracks? The tracks tarmacked all the way. Nothing. Where does it lead? Peter's out into a farm track. We've men up at the farm now. Mrs. Canoe? In the house with the WPC, drinking sweet tea. Well, don't let her take too many downers. And her famous husband went off on business early this morning. That's why Mrs. Canoe went for a walk. Says she always goes for a walk when she's on her own. Let's have a look. When shall we three meet again, eh? Blasted Heath and all that. Morning, Dr. Kurt. Accident or suicide? Oh, tut tut. A snap decision. I mean, granted, this woman hasn't been in the water for as long as the last one, but you know, a day at most. But with all the debris, she's taken a bit of a battering. Lucky she was found at all. Her wrist caught in a branch. Otherwise, she'd have been swept down to sea. Mm-hmm. No identification on her body. Rings on her fingers. Nicely dressed. Want to take a look? Okay. Jeez. Hard to bring a body down here, no? Roll it from the top of the hill. Can't see the water from up there. You'd hear her going, but wouldn't see if someone was stopping her from being swept out to sea. Was she rolled dead or alive? I'll know soon. And if there's a connection with the previous victim, there'll be traces of sexual intercourse. The Dean Bridge victim was raped? I can't say that. Just sexual activity. And I've let the killer roam free. If Glass was the killer... Two female victims, both dumped in water. But this woman's a different class. Can I see her face? Ah. Ah. What? Think I recognise her. 
Who? Remember the photographs, Brian? Isn't this Mrs. Elizabeth Jack? Dufftown? Isn't that out of your jurisdiction? Global village, patients. These days we cooperate with China, Argentina and even the Highlands of Scotland. Should have got a phrase book. But why Dufftown? The Elizabeth Jack murder? Shh. Pillow talk. You're not supposed to know anything about that. Anyway, we don't know it was a murder yet. Gregor Jack only identified the body this morning, poor sod. So why are you racing off? Have you been ordered to go? Or are you doing your own thing as usual? Liz Jack's dad is Sir Hugh Ferry. Let's just say that a certain amount of pressure has been applied to find out what happened to her, quickly. But having a look at her country lodge, I mean, isn't that the job of someone on a lower pay grade? Or maybe you just fancy a little holiday. Some holiday? Have you got everything you need? Given half your clothes are still in your old flat. Are you going straight up north? Couple of things to do before I leave civilization for the realm of here be dragons. <laughs> when I get back, patience, I'll shift the rest of my stuff in. Okay? You'll shift the rest of your stuff in. <laughs> you make it sound like changing offices. Inspector Rebus. How you doing? Veronica. Vanessa. No sign of your books yet, if that's what you're in for. And let me guess, no sign of Ronald Steele either. <sighs> I have a feeling he doesn't like me. You just missed him. Wow, did you miss him. Something happened. I suppose it was over Liz Jack. That poor man, Gregor. Not exactly his week, is it? Well, that's one way of putting it. You were saying, Vanessa, about your boss... He doesn't normally come in on a Friday. Wednesday mornings, always. He plays golf with Gregor on a Wednesday and keeps his clubs here. Did they play this Wednesday? Well, Ronald picked up his clubs like usual. I wouldn't have thought Gregor Jack would have been in the mood for golf even before, you know, his wife. Nor would I. So Ronald came back in this afternoon. Stormed in. Didn't say anything to me. Looked like he'd been crying. Upset, anyway. He ran up towards the back shop there and then... It was weird. What was? He stops in the middle of the aisle, stares, kind of wails, then he throws half the books onto the floor. Guess who has to clear up? Then what did he do? Went in the back. I didn't dare go in. I shouted in if he was all right. He didn't answer. About ten minutes later, I heard the loo flush, and he came out again, looking a bit calmer. And he walked out without saying a word. Sometimes you gotta go back to the very beginning. Track one, side one, first Stones album ever, 1964. Nearly 30 years ago, could have been recorded tomorrow. Coastal Road, through my native county, Queen's Ferry to St Andrews, then up through Dundee, Brechin, Furryboot City, Inverurie. Time to think. Brian Holmes interviewed Cathy Canoole after Liz Jack had been identified. No idea it was her old friend she'd found floating in the river behind her house. Just saw the body and ran. Rab Canoole had been meeting potential backers for a new TV company that'd make gory murder shows. Plenty of parts for Rab, playing gangsters and killers. William Glass. 
Still no sign of the man who boasted he'd thrown a woman off Dean Bridge. Even if my guess was he only confessed it once he'd heard the story going round. Two drownings. Two very different, if female, victims. Dear Lodge. Had Liz been up at Dear Lodge at all, or was I wasting my time? And was there any connection between Gregor's hijinks at the brothel and his wife's death? Suicide? Liz Jack didn't sound like a woman who was easily shamed. Weird, though, that she's found in the river behind their old friend's house. Come straight from the brownies, WPC Muffet. I'm not as young as I look. Detective Sergeant Knox sends his apologies, recovering from an operation. Hopes I'll be of assistance, this being my neck of the woods. Oh, don't be offended, lassie. It's pure jealousy. Had a look round here yet? Thought I'd better wait for you. Good. We're going to get on just fine. Well, the house looks in good nick. Let's treat ourselves. Start with the bins. Whoa. Oh. Side the salmon, chicken bones. Still not heard of any sightings of Mrs Jack? Not a sausage. Neither hide nor hair of the woman. Uh, I believe this is a murder inquiry now, sir. You have phones up here? A wee birdie told me. Didn't you know we can speak to the animals? Oh, I can do that too. Different species of animal in the city, right enough. She was driving a black BMW. Mrs. Jack. Sorry, no joy. Well, let's go inside. Well, hang on. I've got polythene gloves in the car. Try not to touch anything, even with them on. Could smear or wipe a fingerprint. You don't say. Jings. They've had some party in here. Jings. Every kind of drink known to man. I've tried most of them right enough. Sort of an upbringing of you had, child. I thought it was all Kirk and knitting up here. Aye, but always with a dram. Wine? Decent claret, I reckon. What do you think, Muffet? Uh, I wouldn't know, sir. Wine's for sissies. I do recognise a good malt, however. Champagne bottles? Armagnac. Heavy smokers. And messy ones. This is a nice house, sir. And look at that sweet... And the carpet. Stubbler ciggies out on them. Clapton, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, the good stuff. Peter Green. Ah, none of them play jigs and reels, whoever they are. Sixties never make it to your granny's healing home. <laughs> Only the mind bending drugs, sir. Opera, Don Giovanni, Figaro. I think I know what this is. It's a compact mirror. So, you have a mother constable? No. Let me see. Jings, you're right. Though it breaks my heart to see poor innocent lassies be so worldly wise. Mm -hmm. We don't get much cattle reeving up here anymore, sir. Touché. So, a party. How many people do you think? Half a dozen. A lot of booze for six people. Mm. Come on. Kitchen. Eaten better than this. Oh, 
Well, listen, Stu, mind you. Lobster beast. Microwave popcorn. Oh, do they not even wash their dishes? Oh, and look at the table. Well, it has been cleared in a manner of speaking. It's like someone's just swept the whole lot onto the floor. You never seen the postman always rings twice, sir? That bit with the wife. Well, she skates everything off the table so that she and Jack Nicholson can have a spot up high as your father. See, Nicholson comes in and he says to Jessica Lang... Please, I've had a sheltered upbringing. Your mammy shouldn't let you watch films like that. <laughs> Small bedroom. More mess. Or booze. Maybe they don't clear up between parties. Good point. A series of parties. Hmm. Pair of men's shoes, size nine. Where does this lead? Another bedroom. Looks like the master. Check the wardrobe. Some things you can't cover up with lipstick and powder. Oh, very nice, sir. Um, women's and men's things. Dresses, jeans. I think I've Jack said to keep a change of clothes up here. Well, well, well. Fun and games. What? The bedposts. A stocking tied to each corner. Maybe I should explain. <laughs> Don't tell me. You saw it in the movies. In my experience, 15 denier just doesn't hold. Better off with good, thick, woolly tights. Aye, with a cold up here. 100 mile plus drive just to find out what I already knew. <coughs> Liz was a party animal. Hang on. Something under the bedclothes. Sunday papers. Last Sunday. MP found in sex den raid. She was here, and she knew. Where's the nearest phone box? That was a good half-mile drive. Worth it. Wait till you see this. Good grief. Carpet. Flowers. Mm. Mrs Corby, in the farmhouse over there, looks after it. It's her pride and joy. She cleans it every day. There's no chance of prints then. It's better kept in my flat. When can I move in? Who the hell was that? Mrs Corby's son. Boy racer. Can't say I blame him, really. Not much for teenagers to do around here. They don't all turn out pure of mind and body like me, Inspector Rebus. Yeah. Right. I've had it for one day. I'll talk to Mrs Corby in the morning. Early to bed now, Muffet. Come on, come on. My husband passed away last year. Come on. So now, oh, well, there's just me and Alec. What? Running the whole farm? Running it, running it down, more like. Alec just isn't interested. Now, 
What can I do for you? I'll notice you keep the phone box sparkling, Mrs. Corby. I, I do my best. <laughs> you can see it from the window there. Hmm? I like to keep my eye on it. I wonder if you'd noticed anything suspicious, unusual, recently. No. I can't say that I have. I go to my sister's for the afternoon a couple of times a week, so I could have missed something, but... What about your son? He's not here all that often. I used to love farms when I was alive. Aye. Mind if I take a wee look around? Oh, aye. These old barns used to fascinate me. All the old machinery. No, no, it's not safe in there. What's under the tarpaulin? No, no. That's an old tractor. That's Alex's property. Dear me, Mrs. Corby. This is just what I've been looking for. He's a good laddie, really. He doesn't mean any harm. A black BMW. Listen. And do you know who that car belonged to, Mrs. Corby? No. The very woman I was asking you about. Mrs. Elizabeth Jack, the MP's wife. Found murdered two days ago. You're in Keith up to your chin, son. Start at the beginning and leave nothing out. You got any paracetamol? I've got a hell of a head on me. That's what drinking does to you. Tell us everything, Alec. You'll get rid of that headache. (sighs) The car was in the lay-by. You saw it from your window? Aye. Did you see the owner? No. Oh, you've the gift of the gab. You know that, son? There was another car, too, for a while. So a couple in it, arguing their heads off. What were they arguing about? No idea. Then what? Well, that car disappeared. The BMW was still there. Then another car turned up. How do you know it was another car? Not the same one returning? It just was. What makes were these other cars? Only really looked at the second one. I didn't notice the make. Colour? Blue. When the second car turned up, what happened then? More shouting. Then it went quiet? Next time I looked, it was only the beamer again. And when it was all quiet, you took a wee wander down. Just in case there was something worth seeing or stealing. The keys were still on the ignition. Aye. So you drove it up to the barn? Finders keepers. You thought the owner was never coming back? I never thought about it. (laughs) That's your story, Alec. Is there any chance of those painkillers? While Duffdown police checked out the boy racer's story and dusted the car, I reckoned I'd drop in on an old friend of Mr and Mrs Jack. Liz Jack was killed on Wednesday. The same day young Alec had heard a couple arguing in a lay-by. Who had she been arguing with? The same man twice? Or did she make a phone call and another man turned up? Turn off your engine, step out of your car. Welcome to Duffel Hospital for the criminal insane. Very hospitable. Inspector Rebus, Lothian and Border Police. I'm here to visit Mr Andrew Macmillan. Macmillan, one moment. Bedlam, set in the midst of the Scottish Highlands, lowering and forbidding, a place where terrible things had happened, massacres, forced migrations, blood feuds, weren't there even tales of cannibalism? 
and where a good friend of the Jack's was kept under lock and key for cutting off his own wife's head. Perhaps good old Mac could throw some light on more recent horrors. In Rebus Strip Jack by Ian Rankin, dramatised by Chris Dolan. D.I. Rebus was played by Ron Donaghy. Holmes by Andrew Clark. W.P.C. Muffet, Lisa Gardner. Gregor Jack, Gavin Keane. Watson and Barney Byers, Douglas Russell. Ronald Steele and Kurt, Robin Lang. Helen and Kathy Canool, Emma Curry. Professor Costello and Rab Canool, Lewis Howden. Patience and Mrs. Corby, Monica Gibb. Kemp and Alec Corby, Laurie Brown. Vanessa by Mariam Hamidi. Other parts were played by the cast. The director was Bruce Young.